This episode has been brought to you by Lunia and Lago. Whether you're waking up at night or just calling it a night, Lunia is your daily reminder to find beauty in the everyday. Lunia's mission is to elevate rest ever since it was founded in 2014 by Los Angeles native Ashley Merrill. Known for pioneering washable silk and cashmere, they've expanded into other signature fabrics like organic Pima and cozy cotton silk. Everything Lunia makes is designed to tangibly improve rest with products as functional as they are beautiful, sleepwear with patented no-twist waistbands, strategic ventilation, stay-put sleeves, and state-of-the-art fabrics are just some of the rest-centric innovations that are at the foundation of the brand. I love the short robe. It's a robe reimagined. It's constructed of the most buttery fabric, organic Pima, and it feels super soft to the touch and it's cooling too. When I'm just looking for some time to wind down at night or if I don't have to get ready till after my workout, I live in this robe and it's a very flattering silhouette. So if I have to wear it out to a drop off, no one's ever going to know. Use my special code MOMSENSE20 to receive $20 off your first order of $100 or more at lunia.co. No matter how stressed I am, I am a better mom now because I am fulfilled myself. And I feel like there is a purpose to my days. Whereas before, sometimes I would just mark the time until bedtime again. How long until bedtime? And that's not because I didn't love my kids. I love them and I wanted to be there for everything. But some days, just the minutes would be like hours long. And I'm like, that's no way to live. This episode of That's Total Mom Sense is sponsored by Sambacall. Fall is upon us, and you know what that means. Cooler weather, layers, and of course, the kids heading back to school. Have you checked off all the items on your never-ending list? New clothes, notebooks, pencils, brand new backpack. The kids want it all. But have you thought about how to keep them healthy when they're heading back to school? That's where Sambacall comes in. My kids and I recently started taking Sambacall every day to help support our immune systems so we can keep doing what we need to do. Sambacol is made from premium European black elderberries, which are natural sources of powerful antioxidants and key vitamins like A, C, and E. They help support a healthy immune system and help you power through your day. What's so great about Sambacol is that they have tons of different ways to get your daily helping of black elderberry, like syrups, gummies, chewable tablets, drink powders, capsules, and more. They have products made just for kids, too. My three kids love the Sambacol Black Elderberry Gummies. They love the flavor and remind me to give it to them when we're rushing out the door during drop-off. Make a healthy immune system part of your back-to-school strategy this year with Sambacol. My listeners can receive 15% off their next order of $9.99 or more at SambacolUSA.com by using my promo code MOMSENSE15 at checkout. That's 15% off your order of $9.99 or more at Sambacol, spelled S-A-M-B-U-C-O-L-USA.com. And remember, use code MOMSENSE15 at checkout. And here's a pro tip. Save the promo code and the website address in your notes app. I know you're busy, too busy to remember this promo code and sort through the episodes to find it. So it's MOMSENSE15 and the website is sambucolusa.com.
Hi there, it's Kanika. Get ready for another season of That's Total Nonsense, where I interview global thought leaders on their life stories, the legacy they're passing on to their kids, and of course, their mom sense and dad sense superpower. It's me, Bobby Brown. Can't wait to share my story. Hey, I'm Daphne Oz. Hi, I'm Shawnee Darden. Hi, this is Chris Lynn. Hi, I'm Bob Michelle Milan. Hi, this is Tony Leroy. Hi, I'm Shannon Lee. Hi, I'm Farnoosh Tarabi. Hi, this is Michael Perry, founder of Maple. And you're listening to me on That's Total Mom Sense. It's our mission to be inclusive. So we're having dads pull up a seat at the table. Tune in to my new monthly segment, What Matters Most with Maple, featuring my co-host, Michael Perry, tech founder and devoted father of two. Thank you to my brand partners, community, and you, yes, you, for making this podcast possible. Episodes release every Thursday. Join my tribe by logging on to thatstotalmomsense.com and subscribe wherever you listen so you never miss an episode. Were you an avid reader before you became a parent and then realized as much as you missed the escape, you chose sleep every time instead? Today's guest created an entire brand around just that. Moms don't have time to read books. I was introduced to her by a common friend, Eve Rodsky. Hi, Eve. And have been a fan ever since. Her name is Zibby Owens. She is an author, podcaster, publisher, CEO, and mother of four. Zibby founded Zibby Owens Media, a privately held media company designed to help busy people live their best lives by connecting to books and each other. The three divisions include Zibby Books, a publishing house for fiction and memoir, Zcast, a podcast network powered by Acast, including Zibby's award-winning podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books, and Moms Don't Have Time to, a new content and community site, including Zibby's virtual book club, events, and the former Moms Don't Have Time to Write. She is a regular columnist for Good Morning America and a frequent guest on morning news shows recommending books. Editor of two anthologies, Moms Don't Have Time to Have have kids and moms don't have time to a quarantine anthology, a children's book, Princess Charming, and now a memoir, Bookends, a memoir of love, loss, and literature. Zibby loves to write. She regularly pens personal essays, starting with her first one in Seventeen Magazine in 1992. Zibby lives in New York with her husband Kyle Owens of Morning Moon Productions and her four children. Zibby, welcome to That's Total Mom Sense. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. Yes, absolutely. I want to thank you, firstly, uh, because it is an absolute joy being in your orbit. Shout out to Eve Rodsky for putting us in touch. I love that you have fostered a community of not only readers, authors, writers, but moms. And, you know, we just, we have such an isolated existence. And the fact that you have brought us together, I love the salons that you have at home and how you're staying connected uh, through your book clubs and your podcasts. Like we were here for it and we're grateful to you. Thank you so much. Some days I like to really love to hear that feedback more than others. And this is a day where that really made a difference. So thank you so much. Oh my gosh. I mean it. What is one life lesson that you learned from your family members that has carried you through your life? One life lesson is not to be deterred by rejection. 
that perseverance is super important and just showing up. And if you really believe in what you're doing, first, make sure what you're doing is worthwhile. Um, And there's a reason for it. And it's also, you know, one thing my dad always tells me is don't, if you're going into something that seems risky, like don't, like you should only be going into, there's always risk, but you should go into it feeling very confident about what you're doing. Um, The risk should come just from the nature of it. But if you go in with lots of doubts, it's probably not going to work. So go in sure, and then go forward. Absolutely. And, and take those risks, right? And take the risks. Yes. 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 You have a very special bond with your grandparents, with Jesse, and I've seen pictures you've posted of grandma. Is it Gacy? Gaggy, yeah. <laughs> Tell us about them. My grandmother was so warm and hilarious. She had the best sense of humor. She was a great writer, although she was always like, no, Zibby, you're the writer. I'm like a letter to the editor type. But like every day she was writing letters to the editors of some newspaper or magazine. Everybody fell in love with her. Like she was just so funny and endearing. So she also, and I don't even know why I'm going into this, but you know, she was like, you know, I've never gotten more compliments in my looks until I got to my 80s and 90s. You know, she used to tell me how beautiful and young I looked until now. She's like, this is fantastic. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you attended Yale uh, for undergrad and then Harvard Business School and you studied psychology and you went on to earn your MBA. How have those fields informed you as a writer and someone in the literary? I, it, psychology was the kind of thing where when I heard that could be a major, I was like, seriously, that just sounds like so much fun. How could that really be a major? Like, as soon as I could take it, I loved it. And I took it, I took like every class I could. I, I just can't get enough of analyzing consumer behavior, understanding people, noticing patterns, proving research, doing research, and relating to people, understanding what makes people tick, all of that stuff. I actually thought about being a therapist for a long time and even took standardized tests to apply, but due to just like the way life worked, I ended up going in a different direction. But I do think that some days I feel like that's what I'm doing all day is little sessions with people because I sit for not 45 minutes, like a therapy session, but I sit for 30 minutes every day where I block out everything else and I'm not doing anything. I'm not, you know, just like a therapist would, I'm not like on my phone or being distracted. People have my undivided attention in a one-on-one way where we talk about their feelings and their motivations and their history and the books. And, you know, if it's a memoir, a lot more about their life. And I feel like, not that I learned this per se from being a psychology major, but I feel as though I am like a, like it's a stand-in little therapy session. So I feel like from that perspective, interacting with authors all the time, it's helpful. I feel like in my own writing, it can be helpful just from understanding maybe people or characters. I don't know. It all kind of goes in the melting pot of my brain somewhere. And the MBA, you know, interestingly, I was really into operations. Like I wasn't that interested. I wasn't at all interested. Let me rephrase in you know, accounting finance. Most of those classes, I was like, no, thanks. And even the marketing was a little bit dry for me at business school. I really like branding and brands and relationships and design and all of that. Not as much like the five P's or whatever and making it all very analytical. My brain is not quite like that. But I did really take to operations because I'm always thinking about how to do things better, even in my own life, not so much systematically all the time. But anyway, I liked operations a lot and I have used that professionally 
a lot too, in terms of creating processes and how things are working. And I've used it in helping my husband's family business doing crumb cakes and which still goes on today and the operations of publishing. Now I'm a publisher as well. And understanding all the distribution channels. And I mean, I guess it's also marketing, but, and sales and all of that, but how a book gets made and what the processes are. And it's fascinating because ultimately, and I learned this in business school too, an author, I remember asked or somebody who loved words. And there was some statement that when you're an author, you're still producing a product. It's just that the product you're producing is words. And I very much feel like some days I am a producer of the words and many other days I am the marketer of the product that is the words <laughs> or other people or other people's words. So all of it has sort of become a jumbled mess and helped. So, you know, with your four kids, tell us a little bit about them and, you know, how it's been through your parenting journey. The biggest struggle for me has been trying to pursue this goal of, which I feel is very mission driven to help the industry, help authors to re-energize everything while also being totally present and available for my own kids. I work from home, which maybe I shouldn't, but I really want to be here so that, you know, they can always open the door and they know when it's a podcast versus a live event and what the rules are and, and all of that. Things have really changed the most for my older kids because I stayed at home with them until they were about 10 or 11. No matter how stressed I am, I am a better mom now because I am fulfilled myself. And I feel like there is a purpose to my days. Whereas before... Sometimes I would just mark the time until bedtime again. How long until bedtime? And that's not because I didn't love my kids. I love them and I wanted to be there for everything. But some days just the minutes would be like hours long. And I'm like, that's no way to live. I feel that women have so much potential. And if now is not the right time, that's okay too. But I also thought that I had gotten off the track and there was no way I was going to have a career. Like I had missed the boat and like, okay, I didn't have a career, but I had this and that, and I'll just keep like writing freelance articles and I hopefully one day I'll have a book. But that is that is not true. You don't know what is going to happen and you can create something from nothing. You know, it always sounded so hokey to me when I would hear advice, like follow your passion and then, you, you know. yeah. but I didn't even see some of it as a job. I just thought, wow, if, I mean, if I eventually make money from this podcast, great, that would be amazing, but that's not why I'm doing it. And if I never make money, I'm still going to do it because I love it. Would you light my candle? I just love the musical Rent. And you know what else I love? Winding down by lighting my Brooklyn candle after a long day as I curl up with an inspiring book or a journal in my notepad. My favorite scents are Santorini Escapist, which reminds me of my honeymoon to Greece, and Midnight Mojito, my favorite cocktail. Brooklyn Candle Studio was founded by Tamara Main in 2013. The candles are handmade in Brooklyn and check a lot of boxes. 100% soy wax, plant-based, and sustainable, and free of toxins like phthalates, parabens, sulfates, petroleum, and dyes. All the vessels can be reused and repurposed, and the company limits the use of plastic with none during shipping. It's a luxury home fragrance at an accessible price point, with the majority of the products ranging from just $18 to $40. Use my code MOMSENSE20 to receive 20% off your first purchase. So after the entire family's asleep, 
go ahead and light a candle to transport yourself to Maui or Kyoto and indulge in other products like room mist, diffusers, and bath bars. Good night. Tell us what the impetus was for you launching your brand, Moms Don't Have Time To. I had started, I got divorced and I had time every other weekend for the first time in years. And I filled it by reading and also by writing. And I started writing a bunch of parenting articles, one of which went somewhat viral at the beginning called A Mother's Right to Sanity. And that really encouraged me to keep going. Yeah. And after a while, I had written for a lot of the mom sites, the Today Parenting site and Scary Mommy and like all the mom related sites you can think of I was writing for. I got into a new relationship with the man who became my husband. And one night he said, you should really take all those essays and turn them into a book. And I said, mom's no time to read books. And then I was like, oh, that's so funny. That's what I'll call my book. We have to laugh. I mean, all of this stuff, it, it's, it's, it can be heavy. Life can be so, so heavy. And especially times like now, I mean, it's like, I cannot even open the newspaper some days. What next? Like, seriously, what next? And I think humor diffuses that, especially when it comes to the stress of parenthood, the stress of anything. I like to just have everything be a little tongue in cheek, a little wink and a nod or something. Anyway, I decided to take that title and a girlfriend suggested I start a podcast and that it would help me grow my platform because at the time I wasn't even on social media. And I was like, well, I've been writing for magazines for 25 years. And they're like, yeah, that doesn't count in today's world. So yeah. she suggested I start a podcast. I started the podcast. I used that name and I loved it from the first time I did. I did one. I just loved it. Uh, from there, it's launched everything else as I've exp <laughs> expanded into in-person podcasts, which I did a lot at the beginning at the salons, like you came to, where mm -hmm. I interview people and just invite over anybody who wants to come who I know or a friend of a friend or something like that. And just get a little recharge in the middle of the day and uh, maybe some snacks. <laughs> yeah. um, and that's where it all started. And it's become a publishing company, Zippy Books. We have a new content and community site called Moms Don't Have Time To, which used to be Moms Don't Have Time To Write, but now we're just calling it Moms Don't Have Time To.com. I have the Zcast podcast network. So I've launched many other podcasts too. So we have six podcasts that I'm helping grow. And every day just brings something new. That is amazing. I love that. Are, are there any um, stories that really stick out in your mind? Because I know every single interview you've done is going to, but any that like just surprised you and and I, I wanted to say that like you can't judge a book by its cover but you also can't judge an author by his or her or their name you're actually allowing the author to be at the forefront and share who they are which I love so what which author really just kind of stuck out to you well, one of my very first episodes was with Andre Agassi, the tennis player. His his memoir, Open, was so good. I remember at the time, there was this whole thing in the news going on with him and coaching for Djokovic and whether he was going to keep doing that or not. And my husband is a huge tennis fan, former tennis professional, like coach and player and teacher and everything, whatever. And so I remember talking to Andre Agassi about it and playing the episode for my husband. And he was like, this is news, what he said about this. Like nobody is interviewing him. He's, and he, no, he's not talking about this to anybody. Like you should, <laughs> you should call somebody with this. And I was like, I'm not going to call somebody with that. I'm just going to put it out as a podcast. You know? and he's yeah. like, no, I think some of these conversations are actually news. When people say things, somebody today said thing, something for the first time 
who was it? Um, oh, I was just interviewing Robbie Weber, who mm-hmm. um, has a bookstagram account, Robbie Reads. And he was like, I'll tell it to you here first. You know, I actually have a an adult rom-com that I'm working on and about to sell. And I was like, oh, send it to Disney Books. Like, let's see, you know. <laughs> um, but it's just like a lot of times when people are like, I'll tell you this first, or I've never said this before, or no one's ever asked me that before, or... You know, in The Change by Kristen Miller, that's the GMA book club pick, I read her a passage I quoted from the middle of the book about one of the characters that really stuck with me. And she was like, no one has ever brought up that character in any of the interviews I've ever done. And I love that. Like, I just love, I love that. (laughs) Yeah, that's so special. I wanted to also ask you about Katie Couric. She's someone I admire and, you know, I feel like was someone I was inspired by uh, when I pursued my career in journalism and broadcast. And you've done many events with her. And what what, what is she like and, and her memoir and her story uh, and your rapport? Yes, we were introduced through a friend. She interviewed me first about my anthology, Moms Don't Have Time to Have Kids. And then we did an event together for a Temple Emanuel Striker Center in person, which was so great. Yeah, I remember it. It's huge. And she attended an event I hosted for another author, like a salon event I hosted last summer. And our paths just continue to cross. She's great. She's exactly in person who she is anywhere else. She's like the real deal. Um, Another celebrity was Alicia Keys. How was that? That was amazing. (laughs) Everyone who's a mom has, is, no matter who you are, if you're a celebrity or whatever, you're like, I'm not intimidated by celebrity, I guess, is yes. Like you're, you just are, you are, you're dealing with your kids, you're dealing with your career. I'm not like starstruck by anybody really. Right. Uh, so I, I want to have the same deep conversations with anyone, regardless of who they are. So maybe that's why celebrities feel comfortable coming on, I guess. So I don't know. Everybody has an interesting story to share. You know, Bookends is your intimate life story and, and you share all your life events that are happy, horrific, hilarious, heartbreaking. Can you give us, you know, a brief synopsis on the show? The book takes you through the many plot twists, unexpected plot twists of my own life on the path to really finding my voice again after a lot of love and loss. And I weave the books in that I've read throughout my life into the important moments as I was reading them. And I have a list at the end of all the important books that I had read prior to the book coming out. It's everything from my family history, briefly, to losing my best friend on 9-11. It's about being a shy child and how I got through that, to all the twists and turns of my career, to getting it to this point, which is unlikely, but here it is. And it's about identity. Who was I as a mom? Who was I growing up? What is it that makes you who you are? And it's my journey to not only accepting who I am, but finding what I'm meant to do. What about those who would like to submit to City Books? What are you looking for? What's that X factor? Um, We're looking for fiction and memoir with a really strong sense of voice, strong sense of place, telling it like it is in the here and now, not historical, not science fiction, stories that move us and connect us. Yes. And you can submit to info at zibbybooks.com and podcasting info at zibbyowens.com. And you can follow me on Instagram at zibbyowens. Amazing. Um, A book proposal would be great if you have one. And Mm -hmm. 
let, let us know what it's about. <laughs> author bio, author bio pitch, you know, the more professional, the better. Yes. Oh, that's great. Now let's get into some of your personal book recos um, because we still have a little bit of summer left. And I think all of us, you know, are making a point to detach and make that time to read um, if it's not something that we do during. Yeah. My, well, my two favorite books this summer have been yes. Annabelle, Annabelle Moynihan's Nora Goes Off Script, which is a novel, and Amy Bloom's In Love, which is a memoir. So I would recommend Ooh. those. I love it. And as you know, our friend Eve Rodsky has so beautifully conceptualized, what is your unicorn space? Oh, my podcast. I love oh, that. Yeah. I love that. And tell us about a mom sense moment that you've had. A moment was literally two days ago. It was a Sunday and one of my kids was just not feeling totally fulfilled by the plan for the summer. Okay. And instead of just sticking to it and saying like, we did this, I was like, you know what? You only live once. Why don't we take a week off of that? Try something else. Go back to it after, but give yourself this other experience. And I signed them up for something else. And they did a week of something totally different, which is so far going great and energizing that child. And now they can go back to their regularly scheduled activity after that. It's now time for Mom Hall, when we share products we love. Is there a product or something that you've come across that's made your life easier that you want to share with the listeners? Zoloft. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's very helpful. What is next for you? I know there's Blank coming up, right? Yes, my novel Blank comes out in the summer of 2024 about a mom of two in LA who's a writer facing some professional and personal obstacles. And she comes up with a non-traditional solution, an unconventional solution. But before that, I have all the Zivi books coming out starting in January, February of 2023. And there'll be one book a month for that entire year. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Um, and then lastly, where can you know my listeners follow you, support you, join your book club and be part of your community? We want my website is Zibby Owens, and you can really get to anywhere from there. My Instagram is at Zibby Owens, Z-I-B-B-Y-O-W-E-N-S. Yeah, you can join my virtual book club. You can join the Moms Don't Have Time to community. So go to momsdonthavetimeto.com and check out those essays, submit, and listen to some of our Zcast podcasts. And yeah, just stay in touch. Thank you, Zibby. Oh, you. You're a joy. This was so fun. Thanks for listening to today's episode with Zibby Owens. Tune into her podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books, as she releases episodes daily. And if you have a book idea in your head, especially one that's a memoir, write in to Zibby Books. She and her team are phenomenal and they can walk you through the process of book writing and really help your story come to fruition. One thing that we didn't get to chat about is Zibby's book, Princess Charming, and it's her children's book that she released this year and it is absolutely lovely. Uh, here's a quick little synopsis. Princess Charming can't seem to find her thing. She's tried everything from cooking to hip hop and hasn't been able to perfect anything. Even her cartwheels are subpar. But when the castle hosts a superstar for a special event, Princess Charming finally finds her time to shine. And this is a brand new 
princess character filled with fun, humor, and girl power that Zibby has conceptualized. My kids love the book, and it's a sure hit for young readers. Princess Charming, in addition to bookends and Zibby's anthologies, are all available on Amazon and your local bookstores. So do think of supporting independent booksellers when you can. Tune in to other episodes of That's Total Mom Sense and even search for videos on YouTube. Just type in That's Total Mom Sense and you'll be directed to all the highlight videos of my guests uh, just for a sneak peek and to see them in the flesh. And then you can listen to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. If you haven't already, definitely subscribe to the show and rate and review it. It helps a ton, especially with the algorithms. You can visit my link, thatsotalmomsense.com backslash iTunes to do so. If you have any suggestions or people you think have to be on the show, please let me know. You can email me and my team at thatstotalmomsense at gmail.com. And I'm most active on Instagram. You can follow me at my handle at Kanika Chadda Gupta. Remember, always trust your mom sense and dad sense. Stay strong, super parents. I'll see you next time. That's total mom sense.